2: Hi, everyone. This is Lisa with Big Blend Radio, and I'm sitting in R.J. Moody Appraisers, an office here in downtown, historic downtown Yuma, Arizona, and I'm sitting in an office with uh, Bill Moody, R.J. Moody's son, and also Mary Jo Milstead. Mary Lou, excuse me. I want to call you Mary Jo for some reason. I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) But Mary Lou Milstead is here, and uh, we're here to talk about the R.J. Moody Gardens, and Nancy and I visited the gardens originally in January of 2019 as part of the uh, first it was the inaugural Yuma Bird Nature and History Festival and gardens were part of the tour and we went to one of the programs and this is a demonstration garden and so it's really interesting you learn about what you can grow in Yuma there's a children's garden there's a healing garden uh, all kinds of vegetable garden so there was something really interesting to see what you can grow in a desert area of course Yuma is really big in agriculture But what we did notice was uh, the display about R.J. Moody, and that's what we're going to talk about today. R.J. Moody uh, really represents excellence, so this is one of our Love Your Parks Tour stories of excellence. Thank you to Bobby (laughs) DePorter. Anyway, so can you tell me a little bit about the start of the garden? Mary Lou. (laughs) Mary Lou Right. Thank you.
1: We started, I think it started before 2000. Mm -hmm. It was uh, a little plot of ground that was at the west end of the health department, and they didn't know what to do with it, but that also has the University of Arizona extension. Mm -hmm. And so they decided to dedicate that area to something that could become a demonstration garden. So Barry Beckett was the first, the guy that inherited the job, and he asked the Master Gardener class of 2000 to start on designs for the garden. Mm-hmm. So there were several of us in that area, in that class that started out to do it. And then we ended up planting uh, 2003. And be, after all, all of our uh, designs and were submitted, and we had a lot of support from the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuma Parks and Rec mm-hmm. uh, supported us. Uh, Several nurseries in town. The University of Arizona supported us with uh, money for our signage. We had some Boy Scout projects that put in parts of the irrigation. So we had community support, and it was a a terrific effort Mm. by everyone. We all planted it in various stages. So it started in 2002, and we ended up with a garden, and the garden's been in since 2003.
2: It's beautiful. It really is. To see all the color. And even in January and winter, aloes were in bloom and, you know, all the, I love all the art in there too and the children's garden with the tractor and, you know, it's yeah, just it's, the tractor is a big feature. It's fun. Well, it kind of connects the agriculture part with gardening and farming, right? right? And uh, Bill, that's something that your dad was, you know, number one. Uh, being at the U of A uh, extension office, that connects to your dad's history, correct?
0: That's right. Dad uh, came here in either end of 1943 or early 44. He had been agricultural um, agent in Pima County. And and in our family, the story is, is that he came back from a meeting over here in Yuma, and he says, if we ever get a chance to go to Yuma, we're going. Wow. And so uh, the job of county agricultural agent opened up here uh, during World War II, and and mom and dad moved here and and had, you know, stayed
2: and started a family. <laughs> started a family. Yeah. So so you grew up here in Yuma. So this is your home.
0: Yes, here. I was born here. Mm-hmm. And and uh, dad was agricultural agent for uh, some time. Helped uh, develop the 4-H program here. Uh, helped get the Yuma County Fair started uh, along with others, and. Uh, after he left the extension service, he became a farmer. Uh, years later, he was he worked for Bureau of Reclamation as a real estate appraiser, and then eventually, once he retired, opened up this office. But in the meantime, uh, he continued to be a 4-H leader uh, mm-hmm. for many years. Uh, both he and my mom, and then he was on uh, the high school board for 26 years.
2: Wow! So education was part of what he, he was about. Who he was? Yes education for uh, all Youth and edu-
0: education, yes.
2: Youth. And so when you look at the garden, uh, R.J. Moody demonstration garden, it kind of ties into the agriculture part and the education that he was so, you know, a big part of his life. Uh,
0: a little bit with the um, agriculture, um, certainly with uh, education. And uh, Dad just... B- love this community and love doing things uh, in support of this community mm-hmm. and the demonstration garden is a is a wonderful place for people to learn about uh, what can be done here locally in terms of gardening and landscaping
2: mm-hmm. when you look at this this being a story of excellence it, it goes with a program that we're ambassadors for it's called the eight keys of excellence it's a free family program teaching you the eight keys of excellence and Bobby DePorte I mentioned her she created these eight keys and um, the very first one is integrity. Uh, you know, she always says there's no black or white. It's it, You stand with who you believe in. Would you say your dad, I know this is a story of commitment, which is the fifth key of excellence, but integrity and, and commitment seem to be the two main keys of who he was as a person.
0: Yes. I, I would go along with that, and, and dad wasn't shy to work hard.
2: Mm. Yeah, work hard, right? That's what we that's do. What garden, that's what happens in gardens. That's right. That's it. So now you have a time capsule, too. We do. We do. I want to be around for that. Can I be immortal and open it? Maybe. Like yes, years. you'll have to be immortal. Okay. That's <laughs> fine with me, but what's in the time capsule? I think that
1: there's a copy of the uh, probably the Human Daily Sun, the paper. Uh, I think that there's a copy of the Fair... One of the fair booklets. I'm not sure everything that's in there. Mm-hmm. We had a person that was really involved with our garden, Ellen Gardner, and she was the time
2: capsule person. So she knows everything that's in there. That's cool, though. And you've got a lot of um, tributes to people throughout we do. the garden. Is Is it more of a memorial? It seemed like you know there was bench areas. There was right. We giant have.
1: Various people, master gardeners that work with the garden Mm -hmm. and people that contributed to the garden, special garden club people, Mm -hmm. there are several uh, memorials to them. Mm -hmm. and We also can honor someone with a tree in our garden,
2: and so we
1: have uh, labels on our trees that honor different people.
2: When you look at community excellence, what do you think gardening does to help build a community and unite a community? Oh, that's a hard question. It's kind of cooler because you get in the dirt together, right? Yeah, that's
1: right. Different. I think that yeah. just yeah. learning about nature and learning about what grows, mm-hmm. learning about how to nur- nurture a plant, mm-hmm. take care of what you have, and see a seed grow. I mean, mm-hmm. those are important community yeah. ideas. Patience.
0: Well, there's the fellowship of doing things together. There's the enjoyment of sharing uh, knowledge. With this each is other. true. We
2: all talk about it. Mm. <laughs> Sharing of knowledge, yeah, that's a big part of it, you know, because mm-hmm. here you've got you've got a tropical garden, so mm-hmm. that's something that people don't really expect in a desert right. either. And there were some, and I'm I'm going to call them stale flowers, because that's what I called them years ago, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's on the one ramada by the tropical garden, mm-hmm. near there, and they're purple flowers, purpley blue, twirly little thingies. They're pretty. Oh, that makes a lot goodness. of sense, right? I should yeah. show you the photo. She's looking at me like, What are you talking about? Yeah. There's a vine in the room. It's a vine. Okay. And it's they they look like they look like giant sweet peas, but like Okay. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. That's our morning glory. Probably our morning um, glory. You've got, like, beautiful morning glories over there. Yeah. Whew, it's beautiful. How many plants do you have, do you think? Oh that's Don't hard. ask. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I know because I clean all the
1: signs, so we have hundreds of Mm -hmm. different species in the garden.
2: Now, where did the lizard, Elizabeth the lizard, come from? The big... She's
1: cool. (laughs) Isn't she cool? She was designed by Myra Saylor, and she's an artist Mm -hmm. that came up with this idea. The emblem area, which is the the A Mm -hmm. that represents the University of Arizona, um, she designed that as well. Mm -hmm. But she made Lizzie. And Lizzie is named after Elizabeth Moody, who is oh. the wife of Robert, Okay. and our special sponsor that we have now. And Lizzie is for kids to climb
2: on. Oh, cool! Because it's the beautiful, you know, nice and colorful lizard. There's a lot of lizards out here. <laughs> yeah, we have real lizards in the garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did your mom like
0: lizards? <laughs> she, my mom, likes the garden. Yeah. And she, 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 mom's now to the point where she doesn't. Mm-hmm she isn't active in the garden anymore because of her age Mm. but uh, she's always been a strong supporter and participant at the garden uh, Mm -hmm. ever since it was uh, created
2: Mm. it's it's a beautiful garden i'm enjoying there now kids you know the education proponent of this do you have kids programs where they can get their fingers dirty and we do periodically mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. we we have a homeschool group that
1: uh is are our weeders and planters now, so that's we have a lot of fun with them. We have preschool kids come through occasionally. Mm-hmm. And at one time we had uh high school kids that would work in the in the herb area mm-hmm. and uh it depends on who's who's active, mm-hmm. you know, whether they are connected with kids or not, so
2: I know that you're a military wife, you've, you've, you know that's about right. moving around, and Yuma is a military community as well, so is this something that's also important for families moving you know, into the area to be able to learn what they can do in a garden? It's excellent for anyone, mm-hmm. even yeah. our
1: winter visitors. They can come and see what things mm-hmm. are going to look like, mm-hmm. and how big trees get, and how what bushes do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so it's really educational as far as what grows in Yuma. Uh,
2: there also people visitors you know just coming in understanding if they've never seen a desert wildflower or desert plants like a fairy duster mm-hmm. sometimes people won't realize that that's actually a flower right you know right. things are a little different out here that's right they are different but they're pretty <laughs> yes it's just
1: another way of looking mm. you know we don't have a lot of green but we do have interesting forms mm-hmm. and uh shapes and and when the wildflowers
2: bloom it's beautiful. Mm, It's awesome. So I hope more visitors come out. Um, Do you need donations to keep the garden going? We always have donations. We just
1: finished uh, renovating our our uh, uh, watering irrigation system and we spent $30,000 doing that. It was Mm -hmm. raised mostly by our fundraising projects that we've had. So we had to work really hard Mm but now the water is working again, but we always have maintenance, and mm-hmm. we always have uh, remediation of things that we have termites in the garden, and they like to eat all of our wooden act- yeah. things, and so we're replacing those things, so
2: it's an ongoing uh, maintenance. Mm-hmm. Now. When I was there, there's, um, I, you know, it's funny because being in January, there was the beginnings of the vegetable, you know, the vegetables. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And when we were there yesterday, here's the cabbage is ready, you know, for harvest. And there's all the cherry tomatoes. And I had to tell Nancy, get your hands off the tomatoes. Oh, no,
1: you're supposed to eat them. You're supposed
2: to. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Allowed. Okay. Yeah. I was like looking at this going. Look at that! And she she loves her cherry tomatoes, man. <laughs> yeah, well, she should have had some. Well, you know, I was like, you can't do that. We won't have anything to photograph. Well, that's true, <laughs> I'm but kidding, it but. is it is available for oh, people. Wow. So. And the healing garden is something very very unique. In fact, I photographed it for a friend of ours because it's a he collects uh, photos of gazebos for his blog. Okay. Jamastic, <laughs> here it is. Here's about your healing garden. Uh, it's not a gazebo, but it is. It's a ramada out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I found very interesting about it is that it's curved, and there's something about that and you were part of the design of this, mm-hmm. that having that curved part, isn't that part of, like, there's something healing just in that. Right. All mm-hmm. of
1: it, the plants in the garden are mm-hmm. in that area, although in the rest of the garden it's true. Mm-hmm. All of those plants have um, medicinal qualities, even the the ones in the ground, those mm-hmm. are local uh, plants that people have used mm-hmm. for centuries to, to, ha- mm-hmm. to uh, cure mm-hmm. ailments. Mm-hmm. But the ones in the Ramada themselves, those are domestic herbs okay. that people use. Right,
2: nasturtiums. And and, you know. Right, and they're, they're medicinal as well as, as culinary herbs. Mm-hmm. I know. See, Nancy was going to go after the tomatoes. I was going to go after the nasturtiums. So well, you know. I was like, it's a flower. Know. I don't want to kill it. <laughs> if you pinch it off, it'll just grow I more. I know. I just have a hard time with that. Now, are there any lessons or anything that um, we can attend while we're here in Yuma? Do you have any special events that you do? We just had an event, our mm-hmm.
1: appreciation uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, but uh, just coming on Tuesday, everyone comes to work in the garden on Tuesday, and if anyone wants to know about what grows or asks questions Mm -hmm. about what they see in the garden, all the Master Gardeners and the people that are volunteers, we have a lot of volunteers, Mm -hmm. they're there to help you out. So Mm -hmm. if you have a question, somebody will know the answer, I'm sure. Will you put us to work too? You could come. Okay. Mm-hmm. That means you have to bring gloves. And, okay. And uh, uh, but we do have tools in the shed in our barn mm-hmm. that people can use, and
2: so just, just bring, your bring yourself. And Bill, doesn't this go back to your dad too in regards to volunteering? Because when you're starting mm-hmm. a 4-H club and things like that, that's giving of your time to yes. the community.
0: Yes. Yes. So and one and my goodness, uh, the folks that. Um, The support group for the demonstration garden, it's people from the garden club, it's master gardeners. Mm -hmm. um, And yeah, they're just giving of their time. Uh, It's the enjoyment of doing it Mm -hmm. that uh, is the reason why they're there. It's helping out the garden, it's helping out the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course there's a true enjoyment. That's in, right. In it's personal things.
1: therapy. Right. Oh, like that too. It's the best therapy, but I again, think.
0: When you're doing it together, it's the fellowship, mm-hmm. it's the right. sharing of ideas and the sharing of knowledge Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh, makes working down there very special.
2: One thing I wanted to ask you as an appraiser, and you know, living here your life, your whole life, um, how has Yuma grown in, in regards to, is, are more people moving here from like California and things like that? Is there a is there, like um, a consistent growth in real estate?
0: And yes, the the community's growing mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the uh, population. Um, it is people from California. Um, it's military that uh, they come here because they're assigned here, and then in some cases when they retire, mm-hmm. uh, they're either already here or they decide to move back to Yuma because they like the community. Mm-hmm. And, and find it's a, a good place to raise uh, uh, their children. Mm-hmm. So for a variety of reasons, people are coming here. The agricultural industry here is very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, we grow winter produce, uh, lettuce and, and romaine, and we're the primary place to grow it in the winter months.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that has been very profitable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The, we also have the military, which is a uh, strong part of our economy, and then we have the tourism, mm-hmm. uh, that includes our winter visitors,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that's also a strong part of our economy.
2: And the history, man, brings a lot of people here, you know, it really does. And the river now, the way the restoration has happened. And yeah, Great. Yeah, I've, I'm amazed at, you know, we've been covering Yuma for over 20 years and watching what's happened on the riverfront. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I look at the community of what has been achieved, how I many the agencies had to work together to restore the wetlands yes. and come together. I think that is a sign. And then all these gardens, like the Hummingbird Garden, the Butterfly Garden, yeah, and now right. the Moody Garden, the Conservation Garden, I'm like, where did all this come from? <laughs> community. I'll,
0: I'll, and a lot of it... Uh... Both along the riverfront and the Moody Gardens, it was years of um, just working at it and getting it started. Uh, So much of what you see along the riverfront just really has bloomed and bloomed. It has Mm -hmm. uh, really taken fruit in the last 5 to Mm -hmm. 10 years, but absolutely it's been a 20 year process to get it going. Mm. And and it's not just along the riverfront. That's also the downtown. Yeah, look at uh, the
2: downtown and the arts.
0: Yeah. It yeah, really right. turned around down here, and it was the same way with the garden. You folks worked on the garden for, what, three, four years before a uh, shovel was ever put in the ground. Wow. True.
2: Yeah. Our, wow. Our planning and organization. Patience yeah. and persistence.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a nice way to say. It.
2: Yeah, but then you get rewarded with cherry tomatoes and That's Right awesome. so I love it. <laughs> the one last question is, um, I noticed that in the walkways, the bricks have names on that. Was that a fundraising? Mm-hmm. Thing no, you that's did? a
1: fundraising, ongo- ongoing fundraising okay. activity. So people can purchase a, a brick, mm-hmm. and w- then we'll have it in, have, install it in our walkways.
2: Awesome. Everyone, uh, we're putting up the story and video up on nationalparktraveling.com. You can also go to loveyourparkstour.com. And uh, can we consider this a park? Can we put this as a park? Is a garden legally a park? Do we care about legal? Oh,
0: I, I, I think you can uh, Why not? be liberal in your thoughts about that. Yeah. Because
2: you have a picnic
1: table. Yeah, it's used by the public. It's constantly. Free. You right. can go anytime. I've
0: seen people have picnics down there, or they just right. stop in and and eat their mm-hmm. sandwiches or um it's yeah. a rendezvous point the maybe in when the mid-afternoon. We're working, there's
2: always
1: someone there.
2: There's a either walking through or having lunch. I saw people yesterday uh taking photos for their engagement.
1: That's right. So a lot of people go in and do, do you have weddings out there? We I think we've had a couple. Mm. Um we're not, you know, that's not our major emphasis but yeah it's available you have the
0: small amphitheater there that would lend itself to meetings if someone wants to have a small event there
2: nice nice and everyone um you can find them on facebook just look up moody gardens is the tag for that and you're also part of the u of a uh website Mm -hmm. and it's a big log link so um, we'll send it out on our article Mm because i can't read that link (laughs) it's long (laughs) thank you both for sharing a story of excellence
1: And of course, Priscilla, this is Bobby D. Porter, co founder of Supercamp and creator of the Eight Keys of Excellence. Well done on completing another installment of your Stories of Excellence series.